Welcome to the In a Word podcast. This is episode 8, Plan. In a Word is a newsletter that cultivates thoughtfulness one word at a time. Each issue is themed around one word, and you're listening to its companion podcast. I'm JC Verdicchio, the writer and curator of that newsletter. In this episode, we're exploring the word plan. This is the first issue and the first podcast of In a Word of the decade. I know the New Year conversation is over and plan is kind of a New Year-y theme, but stay with me. It's not my fault. These two weeks have been the longest in our lifetimes. So let's get started. Inside the Oyster. The future freaks me out, for the obvious collective reasons, but also because of the pressure I feel to have a capital P plan for the next year or five. I fear that if I don't meticulously plan my every move, I'll go nowhere. The fear is amplified by the false impression that everyone else is working from their own flawless master plans, like they know something I don't. At a retreat with my mastermind group last fall, I was on the hot seat, meaning the other women listened to me talk about a problem and then helped me gain some insight about it. I can't remember if I was already crying (laughs) or not. In the middle of my time, Courtney asked me this piercing question, do you let yourself dream? I'd just written an issue of In a Word themed around the word dream and discovered that I had some dream baggage. So the subtext I heard in her question was that I was limiting myself, thinking too small, afraid to fail. I'm more of a head down, one step at a time doer than a dreamer. I'm not a visionary and I've often felt unimaginative and small in a generation steeped in side hustles, startups, and passion projects. I get anxious around the dream conversation because I wrongly believe that other people have more control of themselves than I do. I assume they have clarity about the future, immovable confidence in their callings. I assume they can see miles ahead while I flail in the fog. No one knows what they're doing, is a cliche by now, but it's worth repeating. There are different approaches, but we all must contend with the unknown and ourselves. Some people see a wide open calendar and feel exhilarated by all the possibility and potential. Others, me, immediately want to start grounding those pages in time and place. I love structure that doesn't suffocate, that leaves margin for course changes, for happy and hard surprises. What I have to look out for this time of year, whether I'm using power sheets or a bullet journal or a get-to-work book, 
are the existential pressures I might be putting on my plans. Often I've unconsciously hoped my plans would spare me from disappointment, insignificance, melancholy, and wasted time, just to name a few. My problem isn't with goal setting generally, but with pinning contentment, worthiness, wholeness, and connection to some future outcome. Contrary to what I've subconsciously believed at times, achievement is not a viable modality for wholeness and connection. Worthiness in particular is to be embraced, not chased. Nothing we do in 2020 will make us more worthy of love than we already are. And no matter what we do or don't, we will be different a year from now. Much of what will change and what will change us will be out of our control. I'm making my plans for 2020 less like the world is my oyster and more like I'm the grain of sand inside that oyster in the dark, transforming day by day under God's tender care. Meet me back in your inbox to explore the rest of the planned collection. I shared a meal planning tool, the planner I'm using this year, a laugh out loud hilarious humor piece about birth plans, just to name a few. And I would love to know what the word plan calls to mind for you. Simply hit reply to the email in your inbox, or you can find me on Instagram. I'm at JC Verdicchio and send me a message. If you enjoyed this episode, if you enjoyed this issue, please share it. You can forward the email to a friend. You can share it on social media. I always recommend taking a screenshot of a part of the newsletter that you liked and sharing it in an Instagram story. I really appreciate any way that you choose to share it. Word of mouth is the best way for people to find in a word and to join us in cultivating thoughtfulness one word at a time. So as always, we'll close with a benediction. May we greet interruptions as teachers, leading us beyond our finite vision and best laid plans. Thanks for listening. <laughs>